You're listening to the Claret and Big Blue Podcast on the Pass the Gravy Podcast Network. Who do you think you are? I am! Goat's vagina. That thing was huge. You said that, not me. Just come up, take it away by Wix. Let's see Welcome to Clara and Big Blue, probably the only podcast on the internet dedicated to West Ham United and the New York Giants. That's right, football and football balls. For everyone to say, I'm Mike Fish and I am joined as always by Mr. Alex Middleton. Alex, how you buddy? I'm doing okay. How are you, buddy? I'm doing swell, <laughs> I guess. Swell is the best can be. Uh, it's Came back from a long week vacation, seeing the old parents again. The first time in a couple of years. Saw my brother for the first time in three years. And then I came back to find out that the whole New York Giants franchise is burning to the ground. Yeah, yeah. I guess I didn't. I didn't realize that you were flying in like during the game. So I sent you a little text message and was just like, "Hey, man, I don't know if I'm gonna be around." come uh come podcast day because this is not going great um it was like that scene in dumb and dumber where he's just like our pet heads are falling off like that was our players and it was it was tough it was tough so i mean i've see i've watched the highlights because obviously i wasn't able to watch it live because if, if we'd won, I'd have gone back and watched a full replay and enjoyed it, basking in our glory. Yeah, you'll but... just hate yourself the whole time. It's just sad. It's depressing. Yeah, it's not fun. So... It's the worst. So, obviously, I saw... I guess I read the cliff notes for those Americans watching and listening. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I mean, let's just dive straight into it. Where where did we go? Where did we go wrong? Or was there any point that we actually went right at any point? Because it looked like our I boy, mean, the, other the than defense- the fact... Our boy, stop anybody. our boy Tony had good game by looks of it, but was it just that defense shit a bit again? Uh, our defense struggled. We also had injuries everywhere. Like our entire offense was dead at one point. It felt like Saquon goes off. Daniel Jones gets a concussion, which I don't understand uh, the the amount of flags that we're trying to protect quarterbacks with these days. Daniel Jones had uh, at least four or five that I saw that seemed like they were late hits. I mean, he got hit helmet to helmet. And they didn't throw anything on that. There was a couple of them where he threw it, and then like I have a I have like a still shot of it, like just helmet to helmet right after he throws a pass and is, is stepping away, and no, nothing got called on that. But there was there was some shitty officiating. But when you lose by 20, 22 points or whatever it is, you can't really blame just officiating on that. Uh, like injuries, shitty defense, and and not great officiating was definitely all, like the three contributing factors to the loss. I don't know what the fuck Jason Garrett is doing. Like he, if he didn't have to use Kadarius Tony, he wouldn't. Like we lost. We're just it. It doesn't look great. It doesn't look great and with the schedule we've got ahead of us. We're kind of fucked. Yeah. Um. So. I mean, let's try to think positively about this. I mean, we obviously had Kadarius Tony, who was forced to. The hand was forced, so they had to put out our boy Tony out there. 
He looked like he had a good game. What was it like? Uh, was it about 10, 8 or 10? 10 catches, 189 yards. He, he got ejected for punching a cowboy in the face, but I think he was all of us at that point in the game. I was like, you know what? Yeah, I, fuck that guy. He got thrown down, and so then he retaliated. So I threw a punch, which I'm not really a big throw a punch at a guy with a helmet on guy, but he that's what he did, and he got ejected for it. And I get that that's breaking the rules, but he also got thrown down. I don't really care. At that point, the game was over with um, – I mean, I would have wanted to just get the fuck off the field at that point too. So it it was like he he was dominant though. It's it's shades of Odell in the very beginning where he just ca- catches a little seam route, does a little juke move, and makes everybody look silly. Trevin Diggs, like for all the dick sucking everybody wants to do for him on the Cowboys, like yeah, he's a good quarterback, but like he had a pick against a backup quarterback, and Kadarius Tony was just lighting him up all day. He gave up like so many. If you go back and watch the highlights. Count how many of Kadarius Tony's ten catches were against Trevin Diggs. I, I would say like five or six of them were. Like Trevin Diggs is not a lockdown corner. He's he's made some plays, but like he caught uh, just a hail mary pass by Mike Glennon, who's a backup fucking quarterback. So to to suck him off like everybody has, I, I think maybe they need to chill out. Thinking he's like the next Darrell Revis. Revis and Butthead. That's what I'm. Revis, there we go. There we go. But. I mean, I mean, if it was if he was winning the game and looking good, I'd have think I'd have been more pissed off at Kadarius Tony. But the fact that we was being dominated, I'm not mad. He punched the guy in the face. I mean, obviously he hit the helmet, which is kind of stupid. I'm sure it didn't hurt the guy that much, but go for it. Why not? Yeah, it was. Um, I I don't know where they go from here. Daniel Jones is in concussion protocol. He has a chance to start this weekend. I don't know if he's gonna officially be back though. Um, then Galladay should he's probably gonna be out a couple weeks, I would guess. Saquon's definitely not gonna be back this week. I don't know if we're gonna get Shepard or Slayton back. Well, let's let's go through this because everybody's injured. This is according to this is on ESPN's website, so I guess this is from what notes got. So, on the outs list, we obviously have Blake Martinez, he's not gonna come back anytime soon. Um, Ben Breston. Darius Slayton, Sterling Shepard, Jabril Peppers, Darius Williams, Saquon Barkley. Oh, no, he's a questionable. Saquon Barkley, although I think he's, they're saying he's, one to two weeks. Maybe maybe next week, but I would I would, I would imagine at least two weeks out. Kadarius Tony's probably going to miss next week with his was it ankle. I think Kadarius Tony plays. Oh, okay. Well, he I'm happy to hear that. Andrew Thomas and then Kenny Galladay. He's, apparently he's going to be out potentially two to four weeks. Thomas could come back this week. He's been kind of practicing. Last week he was he, he was dressed but didn't play. He was kind of only for emergency use. And, yeah, the way the game kind of got out of hand, it wasn't even worth putting him out there. But um, Nate Solder can fuck off. He sucks. That guy uh, switching over, playing left tackle, is just he's, – he's a turnstile at this point in his career, and I would imagine that he's not coming back next season. It's just – it's brutal to watch. I think our offensive line overall, I, th- I don't think we gave up any sacks. Um, like the QB pressures were kind of down. We're playing with kind of a makeshift offensive line at this point. I think we, we are – figuring out the offensive line part of it. Dallas just, if, if you can't stop Dallas's offense, like they were, like, I think Dak had like a 45 yard touchdown pass, a 27 yard touchdown pass. And then he had the one to Ezekiel Elliott in the flats, but it just, it, 
it, if you can't stop big chunk plays like that, you're never going to win games. You're never going to get the defense off the field. Even if you can make a couple of plays here and there, if your defense is going to be on the field the whole game because you they can't get out of their own way, then like that you're not going to win a lot of games. You're going to get worn down in every second half. They're just going to start running the ball against you, and then it's going to start opening up other stuff, and it's not going to go well. And just the, the fact that the Giants had such high hopes this season with that defense because they were pretty good last year, and to watch them all kind of fall flat. Like, I don't know if it's coaching. I don't know if it's just underperforming or, or what, but it's it's something because they're not the same. I think Dalvin Tomlinson being gone is is kind of – it shows how, how much he meant to this defense. And it, it's it, we, don't have, we don't have a lot of pass rushing going on. We don't have a lot of – like, we can't generate any pressure, really. So teams can just kind of sit back and pick us apart until we're able to generate any sort of pass rush on a regular basis for them to have something to worry about or had to put pass protection in that way. It's just not going to go well. And, I mean, the Saints was kind of an enigma of a game. We hoped that that could continue last week, but it didn't. And it's not going to against the Rams. It's probably not going to against everybody else that we're playing going forward. We have a really tough stretch of games. I think we have the Chiefs and uh, the Bucks and the Rams on like the next four or five weeks. So it's not looking great. I don't feel great about it. The main problem with the the Dallas game was it was it was just relentless. It wasn't like where some games in the past where you've like I can't remember which game well I think it was towards the end of last season where it was you could at least see it's like, okay there's something good there, but for whatever reason, the offense weren't operating and defense just got tired. So that's why we lost the game because they just got tired in the fourth quarter. And you can at least pick up positives from that. Whereas this was, other than the first quarter, it was, what was it? Like they scored 14 points in the second quarter, 10 in the third, 17 in the fourth. It was just, they just had yeah, us you can't throughout just the give whole up game. That many points every quarter. It just, it's never it going to go well. I, Unless you think you can score 75 points a game, which is a terrible strategy to go into any game with, then, yeah, you need to make some stops. And they weren't. And they got – I mean, there was a shitty snap that Dallas had where they could have been up by two scores early. And then we had a batted ball and intercepted it, and that kind of stopped some momentum. But, I mean, Dallas could have potentially been up like 24-27 to nothing early on in the game. And we, we got some breaks early on. And when you get breaks like that, you got to make, you got you to be able to like capitalize on them. And we, ju- we just weren't able to do it. Daniel leaving the game and Saquon leaving the game. We were pretty much fucked at that point. Um, I don't think Glennon's like a terrible backup. It's just, you can't expect your backup to go in and beat the Cowboys uh, the way the Cowboys were playing. No, no. Like I said, before the season started off, I, I thought he looked good in preseason, but it's preseason. And we, as we all know, preseason doesn't matter. So it's hard to, our backups versus their backups, you can't, it's not a good right. representation of where he's going to perform. But, uh, yeah, I think looking at a schedule, the only. Raiders game, we could beat, maybe. Panthers, maybe. The we Dolphins, could, uh, maybe. We could beat the Dolphins, but the, the Raiders and Panthers are the two possible wins. Uh, I, don't, I don't really see us beating the Panthers, but I think, like, if we, we could match up well against the Panthers potentially although they have if McCaffrey's back they're gonna just run all over us like the Cowboys did uh the Raiders they're probably gonna run the ball out but maybe they're kind of a team in turmoil with the whole Gruden stuff so maybe we catch them at the right time I mean I don't know that's what the thing is when you beat the Saints like that 
the Saints are a good team, I think. So we beat a good team with the Saints just off that day and we caught them at the right time or, or what? I don't know. It, it's, it's like we have the ability to do stuff. We fucked up the Seahawks last year at one of those games where we were just trying to kind of figure shit out. Like, I don't know. It's like this team shows signs and then they go out, but week in and week out, they just suck. And it, it's like you have all the individual players, it feels like, and they just never come together at the right time. It's kind of, I mean, what is old is new again. I remember, I want to say four or five years ago, I wrote an article uh, for the West Ham Way website where I was com- trying to basically recruit Giants fans. I was like, if you're a West Ham fan, you need to be a Giants fan, and here's why. And I was basically comparing West Ham to the New York Giants. And it's it's basically that the New York Giants are West Ham United from about three, four years ago where we will just play trashy teams and get made to look ridiculous like embarrassed basically and then out of nowhere we'll turn up against man city and beat them one nil you're like what the fuck where did that come from that's yeah, i think that's what's gonna happen still west season. ham that still feels like it's west ham we just played well last year i mean but we still what the fuck was brentford a couple weeks ago like just west ham has been doing that too and it's just like you know, like, the, like becoming a West Ham fan was like, oh, and like my dreams, they fade and die. And you're just like, every time West Ham loses, you just tell yourself that. You're like, that's what I fucking get, dude. But the Giants don't have that kind of saying yet. And it's like they've brought me happy moments in the past, but it's been a long ass fucking time. And I don't want to just keep re- like living the past like 10 years ever since that last championship we got with Eli. Like, I, I, it's It's got to go somewhere. I thought Daniel like seems – Daniel still seems like a good quarterback, man. I feel like he's a. He's I mean, our he guy. was yeah, he was he's he was linking guy. up well with. Tony seems like Tony. a future. If God, I can fucking stay healthy. I don't know what Saquon's gonna be. I don't. I don't know how that's gonna go. I feel like in two years we're gonna have another running back, but it seems like we've got stuff around an offense to build. Just like why the fuck is Jason Garrett still there? Play calling is fucking horrendous. I understand that he was like like when you have your starting running back. And your starting quarterback go out in the first half of a game, you're kind of just all of your game plan goes out the window. So you can't really expect at that point. It's just like we, we can't run it through Saquon. We can't be like, oh, okay, well now we'll just go through the air and get it done. At that point, you're just kind of using like Plan C or D or E. And I don't know. I was fucking furious the whole game, but I, I what did I expect him to win at that point? No, I didn't. I just. It was the way that went about shit. It was just the shitty play calling. And, like, I get Mike Glennon is not the guy you want taking shots, but if you're fucking losing by double-digit points, maybe th- maybe sling the fucking ball to somebody like Kadarius Tony. And then you see, like, when you do, and Tony just goes and makes people look like idiots on the field because Kadarius just – he just manhandles everybody and he catches everything, and, and he's he's an awesome athlete like he is. It's just like, Garrett, just do this more, man. Like, we shouldn't be doing this now as, like, a, we're getting blown out. Let's try and make it a closer game. We should do it from the get go and fucking and and just just continue that through the whole time. It was just like there there used to be a time towards the end of uh of the McAdoo tenor where we kind of got a couple of things going with a no huddle and it was just like why don't we start no huddle? Why are we only going no huddle in this particular point in the game when we're down two scores and we really, like maybe go in a no huddle because it seems like it's throwing the defense up. I, I, I don't understand when teams do that. I'm not the coach. I don't know why Garrett just continuously does the same kind of fucking things over and over and over again. And like, I, I guarantee you, if we hadn't had Slayton and Shepard go down, 
Kadarius Tony's not fucking seeing the field. Like, why would you want to use your your star receiver that you drafted in the first round? Why would you like he he like was forced into Kadarius Tony? It's like, oh no way, the guy just had 189 yards, rookie of the week. Like, maybe use that guy. And if they're like, there's no way that they can't use him now going forward. And honestly, well, they've got no I'm choice. Him starting at quarterback, just start him at quarterback. I mean, he's going all he in. He can go. He can play quarterback. Why not? See his throws in training? Jesus. But, no, against the Saints, he even had an opportunity. Uh, and, and what I think shows a lot of discipline in a young athlete like him is a lot of times you get the guys, they, they get the Julian Edelman play where they can – it's the, the wide receiver handoff. Then it's, a, it's like a, jet sweep, a jet sweep or whatever it is that Tony can go that way or you can give it to Ingram as well. But Tony had the option against the Saints to throw it, and then he realized, like, oh – this is not great. He read the coverage and threw it out of bounds. And just like, it was a, just a throwaway play at that point where a lot of guys, you get excited because you're finally going to throw the ball. And a lot of those guys, the young dudes would have just slung the ball downfield, gotten it picked and it would have fucked the team over later. But to have like, just it's little things like that to have like the awareness and stuff. So here's a question from someone who's obviously only been really watching this sport for 10 years or so. Maybe this is out of left field, but what would happen, let's just say, because this kid's got an arm on him, let's just say maybe you're on the 50-yard line and someone passes him the ball and he launches it and it goes between the uprights. Does that count as a field goal, three points? Like if he throws it? If he throws it, because if, if he just throws it, it's like 60 yards and uh, it goes no, between no, the uprights. No, that'd be sick, though. Just like that would be sick. Any, at the end of any game, you're down by a couple of points, and you just are just how merry it. At, just Brady going back from the fifty, just trying to throw it through the uprights. Maybe that should be introduced because that'd be fun. No, because you'd have too many games that were like one point scores where you just got fucked because you had like Aaron Rodgers just throwing like a seventy yard bomb because he can, and then you would have people. Actually, it would be an interesting little wrinkle. I would. I think it'd be very frustrating to watch. But, like, you would just have guys like Jacoby Brissett as your backup just because he can throw the ball, like, the whole fucking field. You would get guys that are that just have an arm. Like, they're maybe not are, they're not the greatest quarterbacks, but you're like, just stand back and let that baby rip. Get Uncle or, Rico. Throw those balls over the fucking mountains, dude. Since I don't really want to talk about the game anymore, let's just talk about weird shit. Like, or introduce, rather than overtime, have the penalty kick... That penalty kickoff or penalty penalty nah, whatever, nah. and then have the kicker. So you start at the twenty yard line. You take one each from there. If you both hit, you go to the thirty yard, and you just keep going back and back and back until one of them misses, and that's the winner of the game. That'd be fun, nah, dude. That's why it separates. That's what makes football better than soccer, in my opinion. Like you don't just decide it by penalties. Like that'd be like the essentially like just like doing penalties over and over again. Because then you get to the guys that like just keep missing the sixty-five. Like, what if you make sixty yarder over? Like, it's just until we miss a sixty yarder. Yeah, I guess I don't know. <laughs> I I I like I like the element. Like, uh, if I guess you 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 definitely didn't see the Cincinnati Green Bay game, but they went to overtime. There were like four missed field goals to end the game that like could have won the game. And then I want to say there was even one in overtime, but. Like at a certain point now, like I, I don't understand why we cut it down from 15 minutes to like it should be a full quarter again to me. 
Um, I think that like overtime shouldn't be just 10 minutes, but it is kind of funny when you get to the end of a game where you're like, all right, like, does anybody even want to win? They're like, fuck you both tie. It's a tie. It's a t- nope, nope, nope. Nobody gets a win. I like that element of it where it's just like, no, could you not figure it out in 15 minutes? No, fuck you. Nobody gets a win. Uh-uh, none of you. If none of you want to win, no one is going to win. No, everyone, let's go I home. I know that people, people are like, well, everybody, like, we should do like college. The NFL, if you put it on like the twenty yard line, like college or twenty five or whatever, like it would not. It would just be a million overtimes every game. So it, I, I don't agree with every part of the NFL's overtime rules, but like I like that you get, like, if you score a touchdown to, to like now it's a touchdown end. I think that you should get a possession no matter what. Like if. Like it was the Giants Cowboys and the Giants got like the ball first in overtime. Like I guess the Saints, the when the Giants scored, I feel like the Saints should have had an opportunity to match. Where it's like you have to score a touchdown and an extra point now, or else it's over. And like you can drive down the field and you can kill seven and a half, eight minutes, so they only have two minutes to do that. I'm cool with that, but I think that it's like weird that like just a touchdown ends it. But that's my thought on overtime, and it's not gonna change anything. I don't know. I just think it's fun to think of different things to do. Why not? Yeah. So, yep, up next then we have the Rams. Yeah. I but like it's like we don't how do we predict this game at this point where we don't know which Giants are playing? Mike Glennon starts, no chance to win. Daniel starts, probably no chance to win anyway. But I don't know, maybe Kadarius Tony scores like four touchdowns, has like 300 yards. I don't see it against like Jalen Ramsey and company. And Aaron Donald feels like he's going to have himself a day. But watch the Giants offensive line stop Aaron Donald. Watch that. Like somebody else might have a big day, but maybe Aaron Donald, they can slow down. I'm not saying they will, but that would be a very Giants thing to do. And then still like, well, they stopped Aaron Donald. Well, we didn't score any points still, so. Well, I mean, let's look at this. So this season so far, the Rams, they scored 30 Four points week one, 27 week two, 34 week three, 20 week four, and then 26 week five. There is no way we're... Well, maybe we are going to just stop there, but I mean, I, I, I'm going to imagine they're going to score a lot of points next week. Eh. Yeah, not great. But I mean, what's, what, what's that backup plans? Because you're saying like, I think Kaderis Tony is going to play her or whatever. But like there is literally zero Johnson, options. DJ board. Evan Ingram. Evan. Kenny's down. Slayton's down. Shepard's down. We got nothing. It's 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 a bleak outlook. It's like the 49ers kind of were that way a couple years ago when Garoppolo went down and they just it was the year after their Super Bowl run, like when they fell short and they just like I guess it was last season then maybe when it was just like everybody was just injured. And the, you just kind of, it was kind of like a throwaway season for him where it was like, well, this is a good team, but like everybody fucking got hurt. And I'm not saying the Giants were that caliber of a team, but like you can't really evaluate a team at this point that everybody's just like dead. Like our, our team, like our eight of the 11 week one starters on our offense are injured. The only good thing is that we can't get that penalty where they're like, 
too many players on the field because we just don't have the numbers now. Yeah, well, is... well, I mean, like that's like a defensive player is just standing on the like past the line. Yeah, but it's not like we're gonna have too many. We may have like twelve offensive players at a at a certain point if it keeps going this way. It just felt like every time you looked up, like if I looked down at my phone to check Twitter or something, I look up there was like another giant on the field. Like what yeah. what what happened now? It's <sighs> not great. Very stressful. I'm sure this is if you're listening to this. I'm sure this is great content, just me just being like, Ugh. but that's, I think we're all feeling that at the moment. It's just pain. It's all pain. It's, it's all, all I feel pain. all the time now watching this team. I just need to get and like, get some rope and get a stool and just like, I'll stand on the stool with the rope around my neck just as I'm watching the Giants next time and just be like, you know what? It's been real, but this is it. Like it's, it's it's not fun, but like I don't I, I feel like a bad fan turning it off. But like I, I'm very close to just turning games off almost at certain points. This is one of another reasons why I kind of annoyed that I went back to England because if I didn't go back to England, we would have done a show last week and we could have enjoyed that show because it was after Giants won. But now it's all gone to shit. I mean, I think we'll win a couple other games. I just it's not. It's not a great outlook. Well, what's funny? I mean, we maybe the Bears will really fucking suck. We don't have to beat it with a dead. Was and it we'll beat the horse with a stick picks. or whatever? It was beat a dead horse with a stick. But it's kind of funny where penguin with a bat. Yeah, it's like we was looking at that. Hey, imagine if the you know we could do really well this year, and then the Bears are gonna suck, and we could be you know in the playoffs but still get like a higher pick. Now, by the end of the season, when we play the Bears, they could be. <laughs> Have a way better record than us. So. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, it's it's frustrating. It's frustrating to think of. And yeah, with all this is like the thing with all these injuries. It's just, there's not even a way where I can look ahead at the next game and think, ah, but then this could happen. We could. Do, it's just like, oh Jesus, it's just gonna be a bloodbath at this point. But, just gotta hope they can pull off a couple upsets. Somebody won't take them serious for a couple of weeks, and they'll get the wins there. But on the plus side, now everyone's expectation is going to be super, super low. So even if we just manage to do something, I'm going to feel happy. Maybe, unless the Cowboys fall apart, like we're not going to have a chance. Like we, we, like we shouldn't have been in the NFC East race last year. It was just so bad. Like I don't think that's going to be the case this year. I heard the Cowboys are going to be like a four-game winner of the division like they're gonna win by by at least like three or four games just because philly's shit we're not good washington just has they, they like us just their defense disappeared and they're kind of in the same boat right there except like they don't have a quarterback either but I, I, I th- and i'm gonna hate it if the cowboys win the division but fuck the cowboys they're not going anywhere they're not winning any I mean, super bowls good yeah they're not winning, any winning anything balls. but but yeah i think Maybe as the season plays out, who knows? I think there's a good chance that we could still finish second in division, but I think, yeah, we're going to finish way behind the Cowboys if things keep going the way they're going. And it's just going to be a sad, sad season. Yeah, I don't like it. All right, should we talk about something else now? Sure. Let's let's talk about our other team that disappoints us, but they haven't disappointed us as much. No, so just going back... Couple of, yeah, when we played Brentford, which now seems like forever ago, it was on October 3rd. 
It wasn't a... I thought, again, it was a good... I mean, we yes, we did go behind early on, but consistent to the way we've been playing with against other teams where we've gone behind, it's nice to see that we don't check out, we don't feel sorry for ourselves, we don't fall back, we've actually... You know, okay, well, let's just get back into the game. And it, I mean, it took us a little while. It took us a long while because it was right yeah. towards the end of the game. But we, we stayed in the game. I think we dominated the game, I think, because Brentford were like time wasting they were just like sitting there were like happy to oh we're winning one nil this this would be that do us and they just and then we did it though and then yeah and then we got one one and we got a little too fucking chill about it and then they fucking just powered one right past it because i mean if you look at us that we was possession 60 40 outside we had more shots we had more passes we had a pipe higher pass accuracy not that I, I guess that's good but it was yeah it was our game to win and we just fell asleep at the end we just got complacent i don't know what you want to what word you want to use adjective you want to use but we just gave the game away and we should have been way higher than where we are right now in the standings we should be on 14 points above tottenham where we belong Two points from the top, and now we're kind of like, shit. This season has so many, like, why? Like, we've, I would say, like, what, what, like five or six points, I feel like, that we've definitely just given away that we, we, we could have this season. And, like, looking at the table like that, yeah, that puts you up in the spots where we need to be. And, I mean, that's what we were able to do last year. There were very few games that we dropped points in. We stole a lot of games where we needed a point to steal against maybe a city or somebody like that, and we were able to do that. It just feels like this year we're coming up. Like, you got to beat Brentford. You got to get the draw against Brentford at the least. And it's like we keep just settling for draws. And they were so fucking complacent with draws like that. I don't, I don't. I don't know. It, I mean, it was, you, looking back, you, nothing to take away from them. They hustled it at the end, but they're playing very well. But yeah, we, realistically, we should have at least got one point, maybe three from that. Like game. the Leeds game. What about the Leeds game? Like it was like they were half-assing that whole game the whole time. Just if if it's not Chelsea or City or Tottenham, it feels like these guys don't show up until like partway through the game sometimes. And then there's times where like against Leicester, for some reason against Leicester, we're just like fuck you. Watch this, and then we just whip our dicks out and just beat them. But against you know the, the other teams like that, like Tottenham, we showed up because I mean obviously that's a, that's a derby or a derby or whatever the fuck you want to call it. But uh, just don't call it a shootout because the Red River shootout is not a thing anymore. It's just a Red River rivalry going forward. It's bad. I'll make a note bad. of that. It's not a shootout. Um, but but yeah, it's it. The I, Red I River know. disagreement. We, the Red River civil dis yeah civil disagreement. Civil combat. No, combat's too aggressive. Uh, Take that out. Yeah, that's true. Civil conflict. Um, but yeah, if you look, but like, like Crystal Palace, where we went two one up, and then a minute later we let them score. That's <sighs> points drops. Southampton, where we just did nothing until Antonio got sent off in the last minute. You could argue the Man United game definitely points drop because the fucking penalty in the last second. Yeah, we could sure. be, if it wasn't for West Ham being West Ham, we could be top at this point. Maybe, maybe not top, but like we could be top six again, and just it's not like we can't. Well, get no, back yeah, I'm not saying we should win the league, but we should uh, just. We could, we should win the league. I want to win the league. Big fan of winning the league. 
I mean, we're not that far out of it. We're not, being nine on no. the table right now. Through it's too early. Seven, seven games. Seven games. Yeah. Like, okay. I, I, I'm happy, though, Mike, that they, this is us bitching about West Ham as compared to, like, are we going to get relegated? I don't want to get relegated. Like, that was us a couple – that would have been us a couple years ago if we were doing this podcast. But it's – it's. I mean, I don't know. West Ham's the one positive thing we've had this year. The Giants haven't yeah. really had a lot of positive stuff to talk about besides the Daniel Jones is awesome. But West Ham just – like, lately they've been really West Hamming it, and I wish they could – turn that around i mean i i don't think that you can argue against the fact that you got to say like the europa stuff is kind of it adds a little bit to your team so maybe it's like you're just playing you, you got to get used to that schedule of the every three and four days and i mean even with these guys on international break a lot of our guys are good enough to be playing like i know uh we got Sa- saeed we have um i i don't think suchek went but did sufal go Maybe no, I think he was, uh, I think Suchek played full thirty minutes for the Czech Republic. Maybe Sufal didn't go. I know I thought one of them maybe. didn't go. I'm pretty sure Suchek played, so maybe it wasn't Sufal then. But I know Fabianski got his like last appearance with Austria, um, or Poland, where he, Poland, Poland. But um, I mean, it's it's cool to see that it's just like one of those things that like it takes a toll ultimately. Like last year, we had Rice be injured for a portion of the season because of the, the England stuff. Like you want to, you want to see your guys on the national teams. Cause that means you have good players Yeah, and like you want to have your guys in Europa league because that means your team is good. It's just like looking at the schedule now, like Sunday we play Everton. Then Thursday we got gank. gank. Then we got Tottenham on Sunday. Then Wednesday we got Carabao. Then Sunday again. It's like, I, I'm not, this isn't anything different than like the top tier teams. Like it makes me happy that we're talking about those, those types of games, but just. You saw Wolves wasn't able to kind of keep up that momentum last year. It really fucked with Wolves. And I, I'm just I looking at our schedule. I don't know why it's turn into that. Like it reads off like a list of, you know, where someone's trying to make a point and they're just trying to list off a load of things and then they kind of lose it and they just start repeating shit. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, oh, we've got Everton on Sunday and then Genk on Thursday, Tottenham Sunday, City, Villa, Genk, Genk again, uh, oh, Liverpool. Because yeah. <laughs> we're playing like, over and over. Because we're playing City <laughs> twice in a month and we're playing Genk twice in like two weeks three weeks yeah i think yeah two weeks we're playing genk and then we're playing them again two weeks later love that genk good old genk but also fuck genk like, and then three days later liverpool so yeah, yeah like, we got a really tough stretch coming up here where we go tottenham city villa genk again liverpool wolves, wolves. rapid <laughs> vienna Maybe Wolves is where we, we focus on them. Vienna. City Hopefully again. by Vienna, the second game, and definitely by the final game against Zagreb, like, we'll be like, all right, we are just not starting anybody that would start normally. The only good thing, like, December looks... Like, for the first time in a long time, it looks like December could be, like... I don't want to... Count Chelsea, the chickens! But yeah, Burnley, start with Chelsea, but then Zagreb, Burnley, Arsenal. I mean, they're getting better, but they're still Arsenal's going to be great by then, I think. I have a weird... I think Arsenal's about to do... Was it Chelsea? And they fired Lampard, or is it Lampard? Yeah. And then when they fired Lampard, they just were like, oh, hey, actually, Chelsea's really a good football team, and we can turn it around. And I think that that is going to be... Do they still have the manager there? The vampire-looking dude at Arsenal? Yes. 
um what's his name um arteta Mikel arteta but like he's gonna be gone some point this season right oh i don't know Barring i think he, I, I think he's doing around. he's doing a, like a dave gettleman kind of job where he's doing just enough to keep the job because like Arsenal owners are lazy. Then it's going to be a turnaround where you just play for another. You want you want to play for the new manager. No, I feel Arsenal. The owners of Arsenal are very cheap and lazy. Where it's kind of like, oh, he's winning a few games. That'll do. We'll keep him on. Well, those, it's the Glazers, isn't it? No, the Glazers is Manchester the United. Is Manchester United are owned Manchester... by the Glazers. I thought Manchester United was the people that also owned the Red Sox. No, that's the people that own Liverpool. Yes, and the know. owners of Manchester United own um, the Temper Buccaneers. Oh, no, the pay- Wait. They own someone in the Buccaneers NFL. I don't know. And spoiler alert, spoiler alert to anybody that watches Ted Lasso, West Ham got bought. Nice. Who by? And West Ham's going to be like the bad guy team on the next season i think oh really yeah there was like a turn like the like sum it up in five seconds so not everybody kid doesn't watch it cares but like uh beginning of the seat like the show is ted lasso gets hired because this wife got the team in a divorce and she's trying to tank the team it's so i haven't like finished it. so what so her ex-husband buys west ham her rupert buys west ham that son of a bitch but but and I was texting with my my West Ham watch group and I was like honestly like this is maybe something like it's not gonna be like the best thing in the world like but like I think that it'll give West Ham a little bit more exposure with like other team like other big name teams where you're like oh West Ham that's that team from Ted Lasso and it's like well it's also a real team in the Premier League but you know people in America typically if you like name a soccer team they're like Manchester United and then hopefully someone maybe Chelsea some someone in the like the Ari, arab region is a big ted lasso fan and mm-hmm. takes their 200 billion dollars and goes i want west ham what if elon musk just bought west Ham? that'd be cool i'd have i'd be happy with that i want to make a blog just uh, like i've been doing this on the morning show every couple of months for a while now where i'll just post like could so and so buy the texans question mark and then it's just like yeah i don't think so but just it's kind of cool to think about right <laughs> and like i did it with the rock and it was like a really really like it went viral and it was just like nope none of you guys read the because people were like yeah please let this happen it was like read any of the article and it's two sentences and it says probably not just fun to think about oh don't spoil it like this is good sp- so i'm assuming you've you've heard of the you know, uh superman being bisexual not to get too ahead of it like off topic but i'm assuming you've heard that whole story it's not superman it's it's superman's son that exact that's the whole where i was going with this with the people reading the headline rather than the article it absolutely made me furious with myself that i didn't know that superman had a son oh and i I found out about that this morning so yeah i don't give a fuck they're made up superheroes like they're like not it's a it's a guy that's not a it's a guy that flies. Like Tessa on the morning show was saying that she was like, "It's a man that flies. Like he he flies in the air. He shoots lasers out of his eyes." I want my men to fly and shoot lasers <laughs> out their eyes to be real American man. It's like, like, wow. made up man. Relax. Superman would never. It's like, well, he actually he actually very much could. You know, like he's 
it's 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 a written kind of thing. It's it's a story. If Superman wanted, Harry I bet Potter he could have. Never, well, I mean, I can tell you how Harry Potter could. J.K. just writes it in there, and he does. But if Superman wanted, I'm sure he could have like two mega dicks and fuck a woman and a man at the same time. For he could do all of that if he wants. I'm care. not going to stop him. Like who? You, like if you're not going to watch, like you're not going to watch Superman over it. Okay, I'm pretty sure the Superman franchise is going to be chill without you. Uh, Alex, what's up, Alex? Oh, are you not live on Twitch? No, I ditched Twitch this week because I just saw we could have the option of streaming on Twitter, but apparently, for some reason, people can't comment on Twitter. But so I might go back to Twitch. But Twitch last couple of weeks kept screwing up and like stopping the broadcast for a bit and then starting it again. I feel like so people like, follow us on Twitter more than Twitch. Yeah, but I am kind of oh. upset that you can't. If you are watching us on Twitter, you can't comment for some reason. Alex, we appreciate you hopping on, bro. And appreciate. I appreciate Alex's support of both of our teams. He's he's very supportive. And, you know, sometimes he's... he sends you those tweets and you're feeling low, and it's like, you know what, thanks, Alex. So I do feel a little bit better about this Giants game. But then Maybe it's back to the pain. But for, it's, a yeah. temporary, it's a temporary, like, relief to just make it. This feels better. It's It's like if someone's punching you in the face and then someone goes want a cupcake you feel a little bit better for a split second but then you you realize you're getting punched in the face but oh that cupcake mm. mm-hmm. it's that little thing yeah it lights <laughs> up uh so yeah so what's the everton next up which is always fun we've got a good history with them do you everton away been pretty good this year Everton's been very good this year um how do you see this one playing out? It feels like a draw. I'm just gonna say it's gonna be a draw. I don't I feel great gonna... about it. I'm gonna say that. It feels it's like a draw. Be a score draw. Do, do we start Fab or do we start Fabianski again or do we go Ariola? Because you know I love Fabianski. I love him. We love the guy. Great guy. Ariola is maybe maybe like I don't know. Fabianski doesn't know how to keep a clean sheet. This is this is. I think he could have stopped one of the two against, uh, against Brentford. Yeah, I think there was some but... times where he was like pushing the ball out rather than was like, oh, you could have caught that. Why did you push it? But I think Brentford's first goal, he kind of pushed it out, and then they had an open goal. So oh, I think you could have kept it, but I would. But he's like where reactionary people, where it's like it's not if like if you want something. If there's two options and you want one of them, so many people flip off and think you like you hate the other one. Like whereas I said to someone, like, "Oh, I think this should be the game where Ariola now becomes our league starting goalkeeper." Or you at least just get him a start. And in there was there and like, see how it goes. "Why do you hate Fabian? I don't hate Fabian. I love Fabianski. I think he's very. I, I just think. I think Fabianski would also be pretty sick against Gank as well. Like. I mean, maybe switch it up a little bit. Maybe see if Ariel is going to be the guy that's that. Like, see if you see a difference. If you get a clean sheet, then keep Ariel in there. If not, then we can flip flop. Like, we can play hockey goalie style. You know, I'm cool with this. I think we have two able keepers, as opposed to previous years where it's like, oh shit, now we have Randolph in, which actually was a huge upgrade compared to like the Roberto year and, and when we had Hart back there and stuff like that. It was just like, we have two able-bodied keepers that are very, like, not not the best keepers in the world, but they're they're talented enough to where I'm comfortable starting them in the Premier League. And, you know, when, yeah, I mean, the when Carabao Fabianski Cup went game. out last year, 
even against the, the Tottenham game we won, you're just like, shit, shit, shit. Randolph's going to have to play. Or the David Martin game against Chelsea. We got the win, but last minute you find out that David Martin, who's like a practice squad keeper, is is going to start. It was a great moment, but you don't have that, like, just sticking feeling in your stomach when you find out, like, oh, okay, well, we're just switching keepers today. Well, Alex O said the Gravy Gang could have taken over the Arlington Cowboys. No. Good up. They're a West Ham podcast. It's official. I found the clip. No backsies. Everyone who listens to Pastor Gravy has to be a West Ham fan. That's the law. Well, here's maybe fun of the Cowboys. I know. So we can take it over. But next, next right. year, we're going go to we're gonna go to the game next year. But yeah, we are West Ham fans as well. Maybe we could that'd be a fun. We could that if next year we could like tailgate at Cowboys Stadium, do a live Claret and Big Blue, or just drink but, with the Claret and Big Blue. Well, I was just gonna say, or oh, that would last about ten minutes because I'm like, no, let's get fucked up. Uh, let's just drink, yeah. Let's just, just do a whole this me on my phone. Hey guys, welcome to Claret Big Blue. Because <laughs> that's what I want to do. Um. Yeah, so I think, think yeah. What do you think Everton's going to be like for us this Sunday? I think they're going to. I. I think it's going to be something like two, two, three, three. It's going to be a higher scoring draw. Let's have what I. I could. I feel like two, two is what it's going to be, and it's going to probably be West Ham. Where we're down two one again. We got to figure it out the last fucking second. But I feel like Antonio and Ben Rama score. It'd be cool if everybody scored, but. I think that's too well. Alex O says uh, we could take a shot for every touchdown scored next year. Who? What for Giants? Then the I'll Giants, still be yeah. I'll still be sober by the end of the season. That's true. Well, I mean, this yeah, we we didn't put up that many points. I mean, we had two <laughs> touchdowns, so we would have had two shots, but plenty of beers. But but, but we'd all have been friends. That's the main thing. Um, yeah, I. I I hope Antonio scores. I hope Benny Rama scores. Benny Hanna. Who'd get the third one? I think it's going to be like a Suchek goal. I could see Suchek getting a goal. He's due again. He's due again. Flying bullet from a corner. Mm-hmm. Not giving a shit. <laughs> uh, and I'm not predi- I'm not even going to bother predicting the Giants game. because. Yeah. Probably not great. It, it would either make me sad or I'd just be lying to myself. Just expect the worst, hope for the best. Uh, but if you are looking to take positives from the game, uh, buy yourself a uh, My Little Tony t-shirt. Because yeah. not only did he run... Teddies, yeah. It's coming good. And he also punched a Dallas Cowboys player. Celebrate this fact by getting yourself a My Little Tony t-shirt at merch.cbpod.com rookie wide receiver record with 189 yards in a game so i think odell had 185 in his rookie season so congrats to Kadarius tony am i being too woke by like as soon as he had like a decent like a chance to play well and he's like wide receiver with a little bit of attitude oh he's obj so why are we just, nah, compare, just like straight away comparisons but yeah he, he does have the shades of like he's the same style of obj except he punched or, he punched a guy rather than a net. Than a kicking net. That's true. Tony's tougher than OBJ. 
I don't know about that. I mean, he still tried to punch somebody's helmet, so. I mean, I'm not saying he's smarter, but. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I mean, it's like, smart like for example, like if if, if someone who I knew tried to headbutt a wall, a he brick looks wall. He pretty smart out there on the field, except for when he gets a little heated and he apologized, and I think he took the right the right steps you need to do. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, 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 I am really excited to see what Kadarius Tony does with the Giants going forward. I just hope if he Jason plays. doesn't ruin him. Because I I could see him being like, he played well, but we lost, so he needs other options. Let's go to our backup. Some yeah, shit like that. I would be cool if Kadarius could just play some more quarterback. Stevens quarterback. That'd be fun. I mean, I'm pretty sure the Rams aren't watching tapes of him as quarterback. They would be unprepared. Get him by yeah. surprise. Yeah, I think I know he's gonna have a little bit of a wrinkle in there, but who knows? Maybe, maybe we get to see it this week. Fuck it, one. Just try anything. It's like I say, we're not gonna get. Probably not gonna get to playoffs this year. So fuck it, just yeah. have fun. Well, I just fun, have fun. Some shit out. Um, with that said, talking about fun, oh, we've got some more, uh, y'all probably discussed this already, but I thought Colt McCoy was the backup quarterback. Oh, he was last year. Now yeah, I was going to say Lennon. that was last year. I don't um, and I don't get fights in the NFL, you're literally punching football equipment. Well, sometimes, you know, maybe. It's a great way to break your hand if you connect to somebody's football helmet, so yeah. Maybe At least in the hockey, they have the sense idea. of like removing shit before they start punching each other. That's what I like. I like. I feel. I, I wish more sports was like. You know what? Let them scrap. When a guy goes down, you break it up. But like the NFL's like, all right. You want to go? Fucking let's drop them. Let's go. Which hockey starts today? Pretty stoked about that. Well, I was stoked like that, but I think I don't know whether it was a game got postponed because again, because I like to support terrible fucking teams. I was like, oh. The hockey season starts on Tuesday. When's the Devils' first game? And I think it's like Friday or Saturday. It's like, what the fuck? Why have I to wait so long? What game got got postponed? I think I, I'm assuming the Devils' first game. I don't know because it just seems oh, weird. Okay, that we're, I thought you meant one of the playing... Oh no 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 no! So I think what we got the Kraken coming up tonight. The Kraken. Yeah, the Kraken and the Golden Knights, and then the. Penguins and the Lightning. You want to hear a funny joke? Yes. What would Tony Soprano's favorite hockey team be if he were alive right now? I don't know. The Las Vegas Gabba Golden Knights. <laughs> <laughs> Been waiting on that one all day. It's been, it's, I, I don't know. I was like, it's really dumb. I don't want to tweet that one. But I'll say on the podcast. Clip it. So it's going to go on go. Twitter anyway. There you go. Gabagoon Knights. Would, See, oh, but the, the, the Seattle Kraken. Would this podcast discuss it? That's what Alex O asked. Dude, sure, man. I'd talk, I'd talk Houston hockey. I'm a Red Wings fan, but like, I feel like I would also like be pretty hardcore into the, the whatever the Houston team is. But I don't think we're going to get one anytime soon because I think the Coyotes are staying in Arizona now. Probably it's the the Kraken, the CL Kraken, have very tested so my. That's who beat us up. They beat us for it. Uh but they that's because Amazon got involved and bought the arena and all that shit. Well, they yeah. put the name and rights or something anyway. But um, yeah, they're testing my resolve because I'm always been no matter what sport it is, 
Once you pick your team, you don't change your team. That's my. That's it. Your. That's your team for life. And I guess I mean New Jersey Devils are my local team, but because I'm a big fan of crack and rum. So when I so saw a team called Seattle Crack, I was like, oh, I really want to support them, but oh, no, I can't. Well, I have to stick with Red the Red Bulls are his MLS team. He's just a huge fan of of energy drinks. I actually hate Red Bull, but my um. My rep, I support the New York Red Bull because of Formula One team, Red Bull Racing. Okay, that's Fun like fact. the best one, isn't it? They're them and Mercedes. But I just love the I, fact that you I have know like people like I don't like F one's very hot right now. I'm just still like I didn't watch that show. Well, you got the race coming up in, in Austin in a couple of weeks. I'm not going to it. So I was gonna go. But then it falls on my mother-in-law's birthday, so we kind of felt bad, so we didn't go. Yeah. How far from Austin are you? Like three hours. Oh Jesus Christ! Why is so, this is why, why is Texas so big? Texas is just like yeah, you can put like other whole states in Texas. Stupid! Just break it up. Break it up a bit. Whoa, dude. Whoa, we're trying to break up this great country of ours. Look, the great country of it. Texas. I don't know how you do it over there across the pond, buddy. We want a war so we don't have to hear y'all chopping up our country. But we know how right, to do right, things, right? right? Because look at the name. The clues in the name. We are great, Britain. We are great at I mean, what we do. That seems a little cocky if you ask me. But, oh, I'm surprised. It must have been some president at some point. They're going to be Great Britain. I want to rename this the an awesome United States of America. The badass United States. I mean, we are united. So that kind of gives off that impression. All right, so I said I should visit Texas. That is the plan at some point. But this is a whole yeah. uh, pandemic fun should, thing. Yeah, we got to do something for like an event so like we can have a... Re- like. Not like I mean, if you came, you, we we could obviously just chill, but like it'd be way fun to like have like an event for you to come down for, as opposed to maybe for like the Christmas spooktacular or something. Like that. Although it'll be right around Christmas, so probably not. Well, you no, go back don't to you Hogwarts mean, during the night, don't you? Don't you know? Because I'm going. Yeah, I'm going back to Hogwarts this Christmas. So <laughs> maybe he stays with the Weasleys on Christmas. 2022 spooktacular, or something else. Like we're gonna have some other events going on like next year for sure. So. Or past the gravy episode five hundred. Um, we can get to that. Maybe where are you at now? Where you at now? Like you must be like what around four thirty to seventy weeks. Unless we have bonus episodes, which is possible. So that's oh, that's a year. It's like a year. Probably twenty twenty three is. Yeah. Okay. Maybe five hundred would be. No. Yeah. I'd like to come. I'd definitely like to. Oh yeah, past the gravy karaoke night. Alex says we do need to have another one of those. It'd be, it'd be funny if we made you like fly down for just a karaoke night. Like Mike loves karaoke. How much does Mike karaoke. love karaoke? He flew across the country to to watch them. Does it count as like across the country? Because it still is sort of across the country. It's just north, down north the to country. south, north to south. Because like yeah, New York to LA is definitely across the country, but it's also like uh, my dad is from Maryland. So like when we'd fly from like Houston to Maryland, it's like that's still kind of across the country. You're like going from pretty much the very bottom to like pretty close towards the top yeah what because like, what you say like, if you're go, discussion for another day you go across the page and you go down the page so i guess maybe it's just down country i'm going down country this is yeah it doesn't sound as cool to say like it flew up the country well does it it does sound kind of cool but 
I flew all the way up to the top of the country. I'm going to talk about this in the past. We gave you tomorrow. <laughs> so you need to know. Right. Yes, yeah, it's good, good. I think it's a good topic. But I know if yeah. I'm going to do, if I'm going to do karaoke, I'm going to. Do, uh, my thing is, no one better sing "Careless Whisper" by Wham. All right, I will. De- I will give you that song. That's yours for the, the the night. You can have "Careless Whisper," and I get "Hero" by Enrique Iglesias. I can be your hero, maybe. Oh, do you yeah. sing it like that? Do you, do you get into it? Or do you put your own spin yeah. on it? Oh, I, I get into it. Or a bit it. of both? A little bit of everything. Do you do the, the lip shit? And then... I can take away your pain. I guess we're going to have to come in the next PTG karaoke night and find out. But also, I uh, do a pretty awesome rendition of Toby Keith's brought to you courtesy of the red, white, and blue. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, because, you know... I don't listen to much Toby you're, Keith, I'll be honest. You're not American, but Toby Keith, that guy. He knows how to get your, your star-spangled hearts going. Although I think I feel I'd have to start listening to it, because I think if I was to ever apply for my American, American passport, I think that's part of the test now. Like You have to name all the presidents, the three branches of government, and then you have and to... Like they, and then they go... They name the Toby Keith album <laughs> and the track number, and you have to know which song it is. Ugh. No, it's just... It's like name three pre- or name how many presidents, and then like... Just name three Toby Keith songs. Go. You're like, Red Solo Cup, Talk About Me, and then Brought to You Courtesy, Red, White, and Blue. And it's like, all right, welcome to America. Here you go. You're in. You know what? You don't even have to get the other ones right. This was really the only one that matters. <laughs> Toby Keith's as American as it come. I do sing it. I think, I think I've signed on a couple of episodes of, of uh, Past the UAV. But I've definitely done it at a, at a karaoke as well. Alex does another little mini show called Bet the House, just in case anyone watching this listens. I do. I don't know. What oh no! So a friend of yours. Sorry, I a friend of yours does it. My very good friend Dante Donatello, Michelangelo Leonardo. That guy's. He should. Is he coming to the karaoke? Because he's got a good voice on him. Um, I'll have to invite him. Yeah, he. That guy can sing. He can sing. He wrote, wrote his own theme song. I mean, I. I mean, I, I. I'm. I'm good friends with him. I haven't hung out with him in a little while, but he's a great guy. You need to text him, like ask him to, because I saw in the recent episode, there's like the snippet of the end of the theme song. I want the full theme song out. The full theme song. I need to. I I've been like working on some production with him. Uh, I'll remotely, of course. Um, he I, he works at an undisclosed location. I don't know about. And then I mean, his partner Felipe get, continuously gets like arrested, and it's just kind of like we we got to kind of like lay low about where we take where we say that Felipe is just you know. From outside to outside sources, but uh, parts unknown. He is tangled up with uh, the wrong crowd. I'll just say that, you know. And uh, Dante and him, though, yeah, they've they've got they're they're a little secretive about where they're at. But uh, we need to work on some production with them and and put out an intro song, like like the full song, but with like a some 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 video with it. Some dances in the background. Maybe not that. Maybe make it a TikTok. I don't know. <laughs> no, let's, let's, let's keep TikTok out of it. That's true. No one, yeah. no one needs to be involved in that. Hopefully, we can get Dante on the show to earn us some money talking about West Ham. We'll see. He has been doing pretty well in the NFL. I think he's won money four out of the five weekends of the NFL so far. So, pretty great. But yeah, cheap plug. If you go on YouTube, do a bit of search. If you want to win some money, Gravy Gambles also watch. tweets it every week. Bet the house. Robert and Pat like can dance. Are you saying? Are you saying Robert and Pat 
can dance or like well, they or can you dance just... for the the theme song maybe hmm. they could dance if they want to they can leave their old friends behind they could leave their friends behind. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about on waffle box tomorrow what are we talking, we're talking about we're talking about bisexual superman and all of the okay. and of mainly because this is why i want to talk about it is because as you can imagine there was some very grown-up level-headed responses on social media about everybody this. took it really well <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna Nobody commend was really upset over a cartoon so i'm gonna commend the internet uh on tomorrow's episode of waffle box because they took it very well um and then we're going to talk about the new james bond movie because why not and then i'm gonna have a 10 point powerpoint presentation about why fin air is the worst airline to ever have existed in the history of airlines i'm very excited about that part yeah so check that out so tomorrow morning bright and early technically if you're listening to this in houston or watching this in Houston, technically you get the new podcast early because it'll be like 11, 11.30 tonight. Tonight. It might be tonight. You might, you lucky little ducks. Um, but then a also... Late night, you get a little late night action and yeah. Turn you it You have to listen to my lovely voice. Go to, go to bed, listen to an Englishman. Talk about comic book characters. It's nice. There you go. Um, and then obviously, past the gravy. So, Waffle Box Pod and past the gravy pod... Check them out. New episodes tomorrow. Check them out. I feel this is a real. I feel. I feel this is a good episode. We covered a lot about. We just avoided talking about the main topics of our podcast today. It was good. I enjoyed. We sort it. of did, but like it was therapeutic, and then it just gets sad. It's like it starts where I'm like, "Good, I kind of talked about what pissed me off about everything, and now I'm just really sad that like that's my team, and like that's." Like, that's where we're at still. And we were just in the offseason. Like, dude, what if we're good? Like, that'd be really... Oh, fuck. Do you remember that a few weeks ago when that we were excited so cool. about the season? we go back to five weeks ago? Oh, those are the days. That was a... That was a... It was like a... We were just optimism. Just flowing. And now, there's... Like, all our players are out. So, <laughs> great. Like, we were, like, doing each other's hair, having pillow fights, and now we're just burning everything to the ground. Crying. Better and on days. that note, days. on that note, if you are watching us on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter, make sure you subscribe, follow, and all that good stuff. If you are listening to us, also follow and blah 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 blah. Follow all the links at cbbpod.com. Follow us at cbbpod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I am at Mr. Mike Fish. He is at Alex J. Middleton. That's about it, I think. Mm-hmm. Until next week. <sighs> seahorses forever there's always that see you next tuesday